Everybody good? Um, sign up if you're gonna if you're an adult volunteer for the. What are we gonna be doing? Boy, I just brain dead. I need a puppet. The camp for the kids. Yeah, the camp for the kids. If you're if you want to be an adult volunteer and want to get involved in that, the sign up sheets over here, and also. Uh, camp registration is open. Uh, they've got a closing date the, date, date the 2nd of July because we have to order T-shirts and all kinds of things like that. So if you've got kids that want to go and if you want to be involved in it, uh, get signed up. They need that for scheduling so they can find out who's going to be there and what, what, what's going to be going on. Everybody good? Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. We can't do any of this without you flowing through us and touching hearts and touching lives. We thank you that every person here's spirit is going to be open tonight. And even though it's going to be a simple message, it's going to be a message that if we just can grab a hold of it and learn to make the right choices in these things, it'll change our life forever. We thank you for it. Lift up all the classes around about the building. And Father, we thank you that the young people are being touched. They're being, they're, uh, they're, the seed is being sowed into their life, and we know that once the seed is sown, you're going to water it, and you're going to take care of it, and you're going to make it grow. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. title of the message is A Place of Gladness. And you'll understand more as we get into this. What's the definition of gladness? A positive and pleasant, it's a positive and a pleasant emotion ranging from contentment to Intense joy. That's what, that's, what, that's what gladness is. Gladness is actually just a peace in your heart and joy. And we've all got it. But if anything comes along, think about this. If anything comes along that's not in line with where your joy's at and your gladness is at, it's real easy to fall off the side of that. See, that's the enemy's tactic. He knows that someone with a sad heart, a hurting heart, is going to speak the things that's going to hurt them and people around them. Joyce Meyer made a statement one time, just come to me. Hurting people hurt people. And it, was, it was one that she needs to write her name by because it is so true. Well, what happened? Some, the gladness that you carried... It's, it's amazing, especially, especially when you first get born again. See, whenever, whenever you're not born again, you just follow your emotions, and they just go up and down, and you think that's normal life. But when you're a born-again Christian, and you start maturing in the things of God, you recognize, I can be glad all the time. Now, I guarantee you, there's nobody here that is there. But we're getting better, and we're getting it. But I want to I bring up... and. Read some scriptures. It's going to help you here. Go to Mark chapter 4 if you've got your Bibles. And I'm just going to read three verses, 14, well, 14, 15, 16, and 17. Talking about the sower of the seed. And Jesus is talking here because I, I see it's in red in my Bible. <laughs> Verse 14 says, The sower sows the word. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. This likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, 
who when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. Now, let's just stop there a second. What brought them gladness? The word. Anything in the fruit of the Spirit that you carry and I carry actually brings gladness in your heart, actually brings peace in your heart, actually brings you to that place of recognizing everything's going to be okay. But look what it says. It says, let me, re let me back up to 16. This, this likewise of the ones sown on stony ground who when they hear the word immediately receive it with gladness and they have no root in themselves and so endure only for a time afterward when tribulation and persecution arises, the word's sake, immediately they stumble. What happened? They got the word. Happens a lot when you come to church. You come to church, you get encouraged, you feel good, you go out the door, and immediately the enemy will take away from you. Lots of times you can leave church, and if you're not meditating on it when you leave, and if you're not looking the scriptures up when you get home, you'll forget what I preached. Because you know what happens to me? I even preach it. And somebody can ask me sometimes the next day, what'd you preach on? And I have to think a minute. Why is that? Because the enemy comes immediately to steal, kill, and destroy. We know that. But he comes immediately to take, see what happens here, the roots. And I want to show you. I went, I went out in the yard, and I reached down, and I grabbed a hold of this little oak tree, and it just come right out of the ground. Why? Doesn't have much roots. But now I've got, I've got some pin oaks in my yard that you couldn't knock them over with a D11 bulldozer. You couldn't uproot them. You could never do it. Well, why is that? Because they've got roots that have drove deep, 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 deep. We are the same way. But we have a choice in this. We've got to recognize that if we don't get this word in us, if we don't find out, if we don't find out, number one, you've got to find out. I don't know why I'm trying to protect this thing. I've got a, a wet. It's going to die. Well, I guess maybe not if I plant it. But i got enough oak trees. But follow me. I was able to go out and just reach down and just get a hold of that. And I had to tug a little bit because the ground's so dry. But it just come right out of the ground. The same happens to us. We can, we can be full of the Holy Spirit, which we are. If we're born again, we're full of the Holy Spirit. We know we've got God's voice in us. We know that we have all the fruit of the Spirit. We know we have the gifts of the Spirit that God can use if he wants to. We know we've been made righteous. We're not righteous in ourselves, but we've been made righteous. We know that God sees us as righteous, but we can have the smallest thing happen in our lives, and we can throw that right out. Happened to me today. Had just a trivial little thing happen, and it just, it just demolished my probably two or three hours of my day. It's like, what am I? And I was talking to my son on the phone, Chris, and he said, he's reading a book now, and he says, you know what's interesting about this book? And we first got started talking. He said, this book just really shows you how insignificant your daily battles are in the big picture. And I'm going, shut up. <laughs> you know, because I was right in the middle of a battle. Whose fault is it? Truthfully, 
It's mine. I chose to take the enemy's bait. Actually, when you read this scripture I just read where it says, where it says they stumble, it actually says they were scandalized. Actually, what that really means is the enemy set up a trap and they, they, were, they were caught. And see, it plainly says in the scripture, in, in that verse right above it, it, it plainly says, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. I've done that so many times. I, I, I've, I've got a word from the Lord. I, I, I know he spoke to me. And I was just, yes, yes, that'll work. Yes, yes. But just the minute you try to implement what he tells you to, the enemy comes immediately and brings in anything he can bring in. And what's interesting about it is, folks, and you know this, somebody can, somebody can say something to you that doesn't agree with you, and you tend to, that, that selfishness is in all of us tends to rise up, and we tend to, to, to put a defense up for that. Well, you've just forgot about the word that you just got. You've just let that go, and you recognize. See that big oak tree in my front yard? It has, it has, drawn, it has drawn from its source for years and years and years, and every year it bears fruit, it bears fruit. I love what Doc said. I think it was Doc said it the other day. We don't bear fruit for ourselves. The oak tree does not eat the acorns. All the squirrels and all the deer and the list goes on and on. We don't forgive for ourselves. Well, we do, I guess. But we don't walk in the fruit of the Spirit for ourselves. We don't, we don't walk in, in kindness. We don't walk in joy for ourselves. We walk for everybody else so they would see what we've got. And we've got to recognize in this walk that we have that if we allow the things of the world to pull us out of that, we have been scandalized. We have, we have come to the place of recognizing. In 17 it says we receive with joy, but the enemy comes immediately. See, the words... How many, how many has been offended by something that's went on in life? How many has, how many has carried an offense that somebody else told you about. Somebody can come up and say, did you hear what so-and-so said? It has nothing to do with you, but yet you take the offense. That is what happens. The enemy uses everything in your life to change what's going around so you won't walk in the joy and the gladness that he's really put in your heart. Because we can choose to walk in the gladness all of the time. We can choose to do it if we want to do it. We can come to a place of recognizing. I like verse 17. It says, They have no root in themselves and so endure only for a time. You take a, you take a, a, a new Christian. They're on fire and on fire and they're grasping what they can grasp but you watch how easy it is for them to get twisted and turned the other way. That's why it's so important when you get born again the first time is to be in the Word and, and be where you're, you're being taught so you can start drawing that in and get those roots larger than the roots that's right here. This used to even have a nut on the end of it. And the nut got pushed out of the way for the roots that were here. And if that would grow and grow and grow and grow, you'd start tripping over the roots. Well, that's the way it's supposed to be for us. We're supposed to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And how do you grow? Well, you grow through dry times. 
You grow through hard times. That oak tree went through times, and if you take a chainsaw and you don't want to do it because you'll kill the tree, and cut the tree off, you'll see rings for every year that it's grown. But you'll see rings where it's wider and narrower. Those are the, the good times and the bad times. The good times, they may have two or three good times and a bad. Right now, everything is starving for water. Everything. Look at your yard. Good example of that. Starving for water at the place where they're, they're not maturing. But see, we've got to know that we've got the word that never changes. We've got the word that always takes care of us. We've got the word that's going to fix everything we've got. We've got the word that answers every question we get. we got the word that takes care of I'm so glad I don't live in the Old Testament. To think that I had to try to live by the law, well, the idea of that was you can't live by the law. So he brought Christ. It, it's so, really, folks, when you really think about it, he died for everything you're ever going to do or ever did. God sees you as righteous and perfect, which is hard to even picture. But he doesn't see you the mistakes you've made. He doesn't see the, the mistakes you're going to make. He doesn't see any of that. And that's what's so awesome. When you learn that you've got it made and when you learn who you are and when you learn that you've got everything answered and when you learn when people come against you it doesn't make any difference and when you learn to let everything go and when you learn to walk in joy and when you learn to allow the fruit to come forth and when you learn to relax and when you learn and we're all learning because I, I went through it today a little bit. It was like why and I couldn't shake it for nothing. Why can't I? All the way to coming to church. I've got to let this go. I've got to let this go. You know what he spoke to me? I give you the authority to bind the spirit that's causing this. Why don't you start using it? This stuff that we've learned here, this stuff that we know here, it, it's like, <laughs> really? Spend more time in the warfare that he give you Instead of the whining that you're giving yourself. I can choose to worry or I can choose to fight. And there's joy in the fight because I know I win. There is no joy in the worry. That's why he tells you not to worry. It doesn't change a thing. It just makes you sick. Doc would probably tell you people that walk in worry are sick, people that are sick a lot. Because they're always concerned about their self. They're always concerned about their problem. They're always concerned about anything that comes along. They think there's something else wrong, and they worry, and they worry. And you know what happens to your heart when you get over in that realm? You know what happens to your heart when you get, you have small roots. But the roots you do have, the big roots you do have are worry roots. The big roots you do have are unforgiving roots. The big roots you have are nasty roots, the big roots you have, and those roots are what's going to carry you where you don't want to go. It's not going like I want. Then pray and let God have it and trust God in the midst of it. Well, I, well, I owe so much money. Then quit buying things. I mean, he's always got an answer to our problem. I love this last time I taught the book of James, just finished it. It was so good for me because... That one particular scripture was so good for me. They give me joy. The scripture that says, if you've got a problem, ask me, and I will give you the answer. Well, that's what happened today, really. Here's my problem. I can't fix this. 
You're not made to fix it. Let me fix it. You just take the authority that you have, Ron, and you bind the spirit. You come against the demonic forces that are causing this, and you don't stop, and you stay on that till it's broke because you have the authority, but I have the power. But I use what you do. See, God, God's got a design where we pray, and then he does. Isn't that weird? You'd think he'd just do it. But he's using you and I for everything that goes on. If something's going on wrong in your life, we need to drive roots for, roots with the answers, roots with the things. You know, Luke 6.45 says, With the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You say, well, I've heard that scripture so much. Then let's get a handle on that scripture. And let's start fighting the fight that we have with that scripture. Let's start, let's start taking that scripture and start speaking life over people. Let's start speaking life over situations and circumstances. Let's start, let's start taking authority over. I'll never forget when, when one of my boys was, was deathly sick, running a high fever. I think it was, I think it was Brad. With laying, no, it was, no, it was Chris. Laying, laying in bed with a high fever. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He says, lay your hands on him and get rid of the fever. I was just learning about the things of God as far as our authority. I, I'll never forget, I, he, head was so hot, I laid my hand on his head and I said, in the name of Jesus, fever, you break right now. And I felt it go under my hand. Then I'll never forget the time. I don't remember who it was in the house. It was just, there was just strife and it was just, it was just craziness in the house. And I told that to get out of the house now. Well, I had a dog sitting laying on the front porch. And it went into the dog, and he started flailing around, and I spoke to the dog, to the demon to leave the dog, and he, he settled down. You say, well, that sounds weird. But it's what we have. And we just don't use it on a daily basis to keep that place of gladness in our heart. We, we've got away from the fundamental of walking in the kingdom of God. We've got away from laying hands on the sick. We've got away from casting out demons. We've got away from just walking in the basic things of God. We've got away from trusting him. We've got away from knowing he can take care of it. We've got away from all the fruit of the spirit. I think it was Doc and I was talking earlier. The, the, the world's mean. The stewardess said she would have no trouble being a stewardess if everybody would get off the plane. Well, I was telling Doc, I would have no trouble at church if everybody would leave. That's where it comes. That's where it comes when he said, well, that's the same thing the stewardess said. I mean, church would be perfect if everybody would leave. It, no, it would be a mess if I was here. Like the, the one person said, all the people at that church are hypocrites. And the, the pastor said, well, if you go someplace, it'll be the same way because you're going there. We're all, we're all a mess, but we've got to start changing what he's given us. We've got to start walking in this New Testament. We've got to start walking in the grace that he gave us. We've got to start coming to that place of recognizing Satan has no, he has no right to steal from us. But if, if the word we get doesn't get watered and matured and growed and, and, and watch it work and watch it work and watch it work, the roots won't grow. And the enemy will come in and take it from you. We have a responsibility to take the word, each one of us, and spend time in the word and spend time knowing he's got this and spend time in meditating and asking him what the answer is. Spend time in seeing what he's got. Spend time in knowing. We've got to come to that place in our life where, where we've got to allow the roots in our life and our spiritual life to grow deep. And there's not a person in here that's where they need to be. 
I don't care who you are. If you think you're already where you need to be, then you've got to deal, deal with pride. But none of us are. But at the same time, God is big enough to take care of any problem anybody in here has got. I don't care what it is. I'm included, folks. Listen, I'm a person just like you, and life comes along. But see, the more I'm in the Word, I've been, I've been here 30, how many years, Doc? 32, 33? Bunch. And I still feel like I don't know anything. But yet I recognize through time, the more I'm in this, then the more when something comes up, it doesn't hold me down as long. It doesn't, it, there's a seed that the enemy tries to steal. I reach back and I now pull it back into myself. He, he doesn't have a right to it. But I want to get to the place where you can run a car into me and it shouldn't affect me. I could, take a, I could take my car and run into that oak tree, and I guarantee you all it's going to do is scratch the bark a little bit. It's not going to move that tree. But I could take this one and run over with a lawnmower, and it's going to die. Well, that's how most of us are right now in life. We have the littlest thing hit us, and we, it just destroys everything we've ever learned. It destroys everything we've ever had in our heart. We, but we've got, we got, we got, we got to make a choice. Can I just say it that way? Every, everybody here. And no condemnation in this. We have to recognize he is the only answer. And if we've got something going on in our marriage, we've got something going on in our life, we've got something going on just in general, we've got to recognize, now wait a minute. I see in the problem, but I don't want to build a root in that problem any bigger than that root's already built. So I've got to take whatever's going on and I've got to transfer the answer to my problem and grow the problem, grow the root of the answer bigger than the problem. Bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And the more we grow it, the more we grow it. When the problem comes up again, we'll just look at it. No big deal. We can handle that. We can take care of that. The situation, the situation will take care of itself. Let's just let it go. But we've got to choose. We don't want to plant wrong seed. I've got wrote down. Bring your thoughts back to the place of peace. Bring your root growing back to the place of peace. You know, I can take, I can take chlorine water and feed this, and I promise you it'll die. But if I feed it good water, it may survive and pull out of it. If I put a little dirt around it, it probably will grow. That's our lives are the same way. Doc took a picture of this, and his app on his phone told what kind of an oak tree it was. And it also said it needs help. <laughs> I thought that was good. Well, I pulled it earlier today, and it, I noticed that it already has a little bit different color. Well, that app picked that it needs help. We've got, we've got an app right here. And it's looking down, it's going, you need help. And in that app, it told what to do. Well, in this app, it tells what to do. Just believe me. Just trust me. Just start operating in, in the gift and the fruit of the Spirit that's in your life. Start working. Start, start being kind. Start being gentle. Start being patient. Donna gets on me all the time when I'm driving my car because I come in, I'll come in behind somebody and I'm not patient. But you know, I've noticed, maybe you all have noticed this too, 
you can blow past somebody and when you get to the stop sign guess pulls up who pulls up right behind you every time the word's true isn't it I mean it's, it's true so what am I saying just simple message start growing the roots that you're supposed to be growing and take an axe to the other one when you have a bad thought quit thinking about it and start putting the answer in it I couldn't find the answer for my problem I mean I, I Lord I, I, I got I gotta let this go I gotta let this go I've got that's what I was saying I got I've got to let this go I've got to preach tonight I've got to let this go and he just as plain as I'm standing right here he said do what you're supposed to be doing take authority over what's going on you can't fix it so let me Life's so much easier if you just let him do it. I gotta, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close real quick here. In the Passion Bible, listen to this, goes right along with this. In Romans 6.16 it says, Don't you realize that grace frees you to choose your own master? But choose carefully, for you surrender yourself, for who you surrender yourself to become a servant to the one you choose to obey. If I choose to obey wrong thoughts, if I choose to obey anger, if I choose to obey anything that's outside the Word of God, that's going to be my master. It's kind of like the old saying, you can put a dog in each cage, and whichever one you feed the most is going to get the strongest. It's a simple message, but it's so true. We've got to recognize that the only reason the seed is stolen from you and I is because we're not strong enough to keep it from being taken. I know that I know that I know that I know that I know I'm saved. The enemy cannot, he could not convince me I wasn't saved and going to heaven. But I'm weak when it comes to healing. That's the same thing. It's just by believing. And he can rob that from me easily. Character, our character is formed by what we think. Our life is formed by what we think. The roots that you grow is what you're going to become. The heart that you've got is what you speak and what you do and what you are. The Bible tells us if you have an evil heart, you're going to have evil words. If I have a good heart, I'm going to have good words. Well, I've got a good heart. i just got to train it to start listening to the Spirit of God that's inside of me. You can't listen to my mind. Mind, will, and emotions is what gets all of us in trouble. But the Spirit of God that's in our heart, that you, it, I, I, love, I love the voice of God because it's never when I'm thinking about that situation. It's always when, it, when, I, when I get myself quiet, then I hear it. Because he's always talking. He's always speaking to my life. He's always, he, and he'll always, when I ask, he'll always give me the answer. That's a guarantee. So I've... I'm getting, I'm getting that root stronger all the time. The one that says, you got a problem, ask, and I'll give you the answer. That root's getting bigger all the time because when I've seen it, i got a revelation to it. And now I use it all the time. Lord, I can't fix this. What am I going to do? Did he answer quick? No, because I kept thinking about the problem instead of thinking about him and the answer and praising him for the situation and the circumstance. He's got everything in our life, folks. Everything, everything, everything. And our place is just to come to him and say, okay, God, here's what I got. Give me an answer. 
and then start letting that root grow strong, strong, strong to where it will not move no matter what. And you just stand sturdy and know that eventually God's going to fix the problem that you got. He guarantees it. That's what's neat about it. And we've got to get to the place of knowing that he guarantees. That's called faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. I don't have an answer, God. I got it. Here it is. And it came. And that's what happened in our life. Father, we thank you. I know we've got a few minutes here to visit, to socialize, to get together. And I thank you, Father, for the time we've got here. Help us to recognize that whatever's going on in our lives, you will take care of it. And we've got to get strong in, in our spirit. We've got to allow that spirit man in us to get stronger and stronger. The roots of you have got to get bigger and bigger to overcome the roots of our shallow faith and our shallow believing. And we trust in you, Father, in everything that's going on. In Jesus' name, amen. Call you blessed. You've got about 12 minutes to visit. Short and sweet today. Anybody want an English oak? English oak.